This is DWZ Podcast here with J-Rod, the leader of WrestleZone's very own podcast of professional wrestling with AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, various promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I am your host, J-Rod here. Folks, welcome back to the podcast. I got some interesting topics I really, really want to talk about. So, let's talk about this one match that was practically... One that I pay attention to most, and this one is from Stardom. It This happened this past Saturday in Japan time. It was for the Wonder of Stardom Championship, a.k.a. the White Belt, between two rivals, babyface rivals, Mayu Iwatani, the leader of Stars, and Tam Nakano, the current title holder and leader of the Cosmic Angels. Now... Why these two factions are babyfaces are facing off each other? Well, there's a specific reason if you follow the stories. Well, well, let's start from the beginning, how this thing between both factions began. Well, it began in January, January of 2018 during an elimination match between both um, Odetai and Queen's Quest. Now, the stipulation is this. The last competitor involved... In the fa- in those factions who be eliminated are forced out of those respective factions. Fortunately, the loss came to Oda Tai, but at the time, the per- Tam Nakano was the last person, and apparently she was forced out, losing everything she had. She had no home. But however, um, however, uh, the leader of Queen's Quest, you may formally know her as. The current NXT star, Io Shirai, offered her a chance to join Queen's Quest. However, Mayu Iwatani, who just came back from injury, basically, uh, how do I say, had two plans in mind. One, to challenge Io Shirai for the white belt. And also, offered an extension to Tam Nakano as of the new faction that was formed at the time known as Stardom Army, but later was renamed as, of course, as, of course, um, Stars. So they basically formed this faction, basically the Babyfaces. However, over time, Mayu has been distant of, um, been over time uh, distant from my, from Tam, because Tam has always been looking out for her, like a sister who loved her so much, and over time, that's what happened. But, however... There were certain key phrases where she had other plans in mind. Basically, putting Starlight Kid in front of her. Basically, the reason that happened is because Starlight Kid has far more better wrestling experience than Tam Nakano. If you guys know this or not, many of the Starlight uh, girls are trained at the age of 12 or 14. Somewhere around there. And they train extensively. And basically, Starlight Kid was one of those top experience. Now... There was a moment when Aras, uh, Ar- uh, Arisu Oshiki came back, who was one time a tag team partner to Mayu, basically started a little feud with her because basically it was more like she was t- taking the attention. But at the same time, when Arisa gained the white belt, Tam Nakano made the decision to finally obtain it, trying to pursue it. However, that match never happened because out of nowhere... Ariso Shiki made a shocking announcement that she, in fact, was going to retire. 
um, this was due because of her previous injury, her neck injury. And that's when Tam Nakano decided to keep pursuing it when newcomer at the time, Julia, who now is the leader of the a faction known as DDM or Donna Demondo. Basically, that's what really happened. Now, she had tried to face Julia twice and unsuccessful, but later she came up with new plans. And this is where it began when, of course, she started decided that she'd go in to form a group. Instead of becoming a follower, she decided to become a leader. So, this happened on the 10th of no October 10th of last year where Tam Nakano met Mina Shirakawa Mina who eventually came from the promotion known as Tokyo Yoshi Pro uh, her contract expired during that time and of course uh, Mina was very short on her win however Tam Nakano decided to ask why did she decide to make the jump to stardom her initial response is to be a real fighting spirit H cup idol gravenure so tam liked what she liked she extended her hand to be part of the tournament that happened at the time which is the goddesses tag league which is a tournament that happens every year with that but during the time of tag league mina became a member of stars but unaware to mayu it appears that tam was building up something else and that happened now mina and tam were in fact unsuccessful in the ta in tag league but that's when the showdown began the following month of november 14th where there was a showdown within star members we had stars mai uiwatani starlight kid and fukigen def facing off against tam and mina and their mystery partner who they dubbed as zizi now nobody knew who zizi was until it was revealed it was unagi sayaka who also eventually came from tokyo yoshi pro now, the match was very interesting and very uh, unbelievable. It showed a brand new team. And, of course, Mina, Tam, and Unagi were successful. And they decided to ca call themselves the Cosmic Angels. They became a somewhat of a subgroup within Stars. Now, this led to a friction between both Tam and the rest of Stars. So, basically... This was something that was like building up into a story. Now, Starlight Kid was saying, you're a traitor. Now, the initial assumption on this is she's not a traitor. She hasn't even left yet. But however, during time, during the success of Cosmic Angels, it was very apparent that stars want to know the answer. Now, Cosmic Angels have been undefeated in trios action. Uh, they even challenged for the Artists of Stardom belts, which is the trios belt that at the time was obtained by Oda Time members Nasuko Tora, Saki Kashima, and B. Priestley. So they made that decision. They wanted a challenge for those titles, which they did. However, prior before match day with Oda Tai, they lost a match against members of Stars, which is Mayu Itani and Starlight Kid being accompanied by Saya Ida, a.k.a. the Green Gorilla. So... Basically, that's what happened. But however, after that match where the, where Stars defeated Cosmic Angels, Mayu questioned her about her attitude. Questioned her that her attitude doesn't fit what Stars are. So she's asking her, are you a face or are you a heel? So that kind of fits in into the story about it. So she didn't get the answer right away. But however, they did were able to get the, the 
the artist belt by defeating Odetai. And of course, it was a no-brainer that Stars will be the, the challengers. So there was an elimination match that took place later on in December where they were in Osaka. But that particular match was unbelievably good. However, there was a lot of talk about how it won. People thought it would be Tam Nakano to win it, but it was in fact Mina Shirakawa. And that was the day when Stars, when Cosmic Angels made the announcement that they were finally leaving. Now, they were in intentionally to have another chance of the artist belts, but they were no to avail. But during this time, uh, Cosmic Angels have, right now, have seven consecutive victories against members from Oda Tai, DDM, Queen's Quest. They've been so successful, but however, they lost those titles to DDM. And basically, Mayu decided to once again decide to get her revenge on Mayu Iwatani. No, I mean, Tam Nakano, my bad. But this match was so so intense. So basically, it, there, there's a lot of stories. Now, you ask yourself, why was she is hell-bent on um, having, destroying Tam Nakano? Well, Tam betrayed her. But here's the interesting part. Mayu Iwatani had a history of being betrayed by many people. The first person that ever betrayed her was Io Shirai when they were known as Thunder Rock as a tag team. Now, because of that, there have been others like Momo Watanabe who joined Io Shirai when they formed Queen's Quest. There have been Saki Kashima who betrayed her, so is Ruka. So many people have betrayed uh, Mayu Iwatani, but the biggest betrayal that hurt her the most was Tam Nakano. Now, why is that important? Tam Nakano kept everything out in the open. Hold on. So, the idea of what was going on is, of course, Tam Nakano put everything out on the table. She wasn't hiding anything. So, basically, that, that was hurting Mayu Iwatani. So, in a way, Mayu was becoming irritated by her decisions, how she was putting out in the open, kind of like uh, putting your, your dirty laundry out in the public. And that kind of hurt Mayu, and that's the reason she wanted to go after Tam Nakano. She hasn't forgotten her betrayal, but however, come to uh, the 9th of October, basically the match ended in a draw. So, basically, in the, in the, in the way... This fight between Tam and Mayu is not even over. They will get their chance one way or the other. Now, my th I was hoping that Tam would retain the title because she wanted to prove how better she was. But, frankly, that did not happen. I don't know if they're trying to save both Mayu and uh, Tam's or, like, the, the storylines or whatever it is. But I'm kind of interesting to see it. But... Let's just wait to see what happens, and I'll follow more on that when if it's rekindled. Now, let's talk about the G1 Climax by 31 by New Japan. There's a lot of prominent wrestlers, if you guys know this. Um, right now, we are like not that like almost getting to the end. Well, it ends by the end of this month or so. Uh, from the A, uh, from the B, uh, wrestlers that I can see that could winning, I have there's Jeff Cobb, Kagushika Okada. Uh, right now, Shingo Tagagi, Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, try to think of anybody else. Zack Sabre Jr. Kenta, in my opinion. Uh, think. 
trying to think of anybody else. But yes, these are wrestlers that most likely could be potential winners. Now, Shingo Tagagi, if you guys know this, he is the current IWGP Heavyweight Champion. The winner of this tournament will get a shot of the IWGP World Heavyweight title at Wrestle Kingdom starting of 2022. Now, why is that? Here's the thing. The winner, if it's a non-champion, they will, in fact, get the shot of that particular day. However, if the champion wins the tournament, they have the right to choose their opponent. So it's like a no-brainer type if you're a champion. You get to decide who you want to chase. You want to have the challenge for the title. But I was like hoping right now, I do see these wrestlers like Zack Sabre Jr., Jeff Cobb, Kaguchika Okada, um, a few others. I just don't know. It's kind of crazy. And I think my buddy Nico, who is co-host with me with the show on YouTube, he was rooting for Sonata, but Sonata doesn't seem like he's having a good time at all. Not to disrespect that, but that's the way I feel about it. So I will keep more prize to the G1 uh, when I get a chance. But right now, let's keep moving forward. Speaking of New Japan, as you know, there seems like there's trouble in Bullet Club. Recently, apparently there's now been a dissension between various people within Bullet Club. Jay White has been now irritated with the fact Evil has been making decisions without talking to him. Now, what exactly is going on in that scenario? Well, this is what happened. Evil recruited former, former Rapagic 3K tag team um, show, who also eventually left uh, Chaos after he turned his back on his tag team partner, Yo. So basically, show has been recruited. And then, of course, Evil started his own subgroup known as the House of Torture, along with the spoiler Dick Togo and, of course, the Tokyo Pimp, Yujiro Takahashi. Now, however, that's not the only part of the problem. Tamatanga is questioning Jay White's leadership. He wasn't even in. Uh, Jay White is not even in Japan. He's currently in the U.S. He made several appearances. He even recruited Chris Bay to join him, and eventually he did. And, of course, now it's apparent that there's a little distension between Evil, Tama, and Jay White. Now, why is that? Okay. Evil has other plans, in my opinion, and I just don't know what. But I do see that maybe there's a possibility that Bullet Club could be dissolved and House of Torture could be the new faction that could re replace Bullet Club. Or, the obvious question, the same maneuver that happened with the Cosmic Angels... House of Torture will just break away from Bullet Club. Either way, anything could happen. Now, Tama has a hard time saying, you're not acting as a leader, you're far away. And now he's starting having doubts about Evil, where Evil got away with losing the uh, winning the match without being a good uh, partner. So basically, Tama is starting to question, what is going on? So basically, this is a, more of a power struggle. Like you got Evil who is trying to run the entire thing, or whatever, Tama is trying to find something that will keep Bullet Club alive. And then, of course, Jay White, who still proclaim he's still the leader while he's not even in Japan while this happens. So basically, this is going to be a some sort of a civil war amongst the Bullet Club. Now, I don't know when is that going to happen. 
But I've even questioned, where the hell is Balak Fale? He should be involved in this. He is one of the last two remaining members of the original Bullet Club lineup. You know, if you guys recall, the original Bullet Club lineup was Prince David, who we all know as uh, Finn Balor, uh, the Machine Gun Carl Anderson, Tamatanga, and of course, Balak Fale. And basically, I feel Fale should get himself involved in this. And it's got to be a very interesting thing with it. So there's like issues going on within Bullet Club. And I'm kind of curious how this is going to go out and about. Now, this next news came about by the late September on the 29th. Consejo Mundial Lucha Libre has now officially aligned themselves in alliance with Yoshi Promotion Ice Ribbon. Now, those who don't know what Ice Ribbon is, is another Yoshi Promotion that is part of the independence. Uh, if you guys know this or not, for all you AEW fans, Ice Ribbon was one time a promotion that started by none other than Emi Sakura. Yes, folks, Emi Sakura was the original founder, if you guys know that or not. I have seen several of their shows. They're pretty good. I like it. Now, why is this alliance important with both Ice Ribbon and CMLL? Well, it appears that the directors of Ice Ribbon are impressed with the, the Amazons, which is what they call the women's division in Consejo Mundial. This was a name that was brought by uh, Sofia Alonso, who is the daughter of the late Paco Alonso, who was once a promote, the owner and promoter. And they really were impressive. Now, there have been wrestlers in Consejo Mundial who travel to Ice Ribbon for various matches and be a much presentable partnership. So this was a long time coming. So now uh, Salvador Luthroth, along with um, Konosuke Isu of Lady Ladies Ring and Hajime Sato, uh, the owner of Ice Ribbon, have now agreed into this partnership. And it's great news because we're seeing now alliances with various promotions, unlike WWE, who don't need alliances unless they got the, except with the only wrestling uh, independent promotions that are affiliated with them. But that's how it is. But also, recently, we ju- they brought in three of the wrestlers coming from Ice Ribbon to do a tour and with CML, and that is, of course, um, Tsukasa Fujimoto, who is the Maximum Ice Ribbon Monarch, who is like the top of the of the group. Haruka uh, Tsukushi, who is the IW19 champion, of course, and the youngest member, Momokoho. Now, uh, Haruka and Tsukasa, they actually been to Mexico before, so it's no secret. And, of course, they're getting help by uh, Okumura, who is a one-time member of New Japan Pro Wrestling, who is now living full-time in Mexico, and he's very fluent in Spanish. So he's been helping these girls out, you know, because he does the translation for both English and Japanese side. And I can't wait to see this. And they're going to continue their little uh, brand expansion with the Peace Parties by Ice Ribbon down there, too. And I'm kind of very interesting, but it's also showed that uh, veteran Negro Casas have taught an ice ribbon many of their classes, and I'm like, wow, it's pretty cool. So it looks like there's been a somewhat of a, a communication amongst both uh, promotions. I'm excited for them, and I can't wait to see what else is going to happen. I have seen clips of their involvement, and there'll be more to come.
Now, the last thing I want to talk about is, of course, it's finally happening. I mentioned this before. The Inspiration, known, formerly known as the Iconics, are making their debut soon on October 23rd at Impact Wrestling's Bound for Glory. Now, some of you probably saying, why is that? Okay, here's the reason why. There's been many factors. We all know what happened to the Iconics. They were released by WWE. Now, they mentioned how shocked they were, how disappointed they were, being like that. But, however, um, they had no clue what to do because many of their dreams was going to WWE. And look, look what happened. WWE decided just to let them go due to the so-called infamous budget cuts. Yes, guys, you remember those. I find that a load of horse shit out of WWE's part to say it's budget cuts. Like, come on, guys, just say that you have no ideas for these people. That's always been my opinion. They had nothing for them because there's too many talent. And that's why they, they don't know what to do with them. I mean, I have to say the biggest mistake is splitting the Iconics because they thought it would be better. But I have to say having the inspiration together makes more sense to me now. Now, why is that? I did mention this before. The inspiration are a perfect fit for Impact because... When we saw them in WWE, they were a legit tag team when they were known as the Iconics. They were a legit. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that always been like one of those things that we can question about. Like, yes, they were legit. And now we can see them making their way. Now, some of you could, could say, why can't they go to AEW? I mean, they could. I mean, uh, Cassie Lee, who we know as Peyton Royce, her husband is an AEW. And you guys know her husband is Sean Spears, who we know him back in WWE as Ty Dillinger. And I have to say it was very interesting. But I, I, I'm assuming they'll be okay in Impact because I feel that they could be the one tag team that could go after the knockouts tag team titles which is good i have to say it fits perfectly for the knockouts division for the tag team uh scene and i have to say it fits very very well for them and i i feel that's what they need to do now however why is this we're hearing this now um according to jessica uh jessica or or we know her as billy k uh, she did mention on an interview that there were her and Cassie were having visa problems that did not that are kind of like forbidding them to work in any wrestling promotion, and I can understand that because you need to deal with that if you're planning to work in another country, you need to deal with your visa issues, and that is something that has to be done. And I am assuming now because of the announcement that the Inspiration are making their way to. Impact for Bound for Glory. I'm assuming that they finally took care of it. And they're ready to rock and roll and kick some major ass in Impact. And I can't wait to see Bound for Glory because I don't know what they're going to do. If they do knock it out of the park in Impact being who they are, I'm so excited for that to happen. And I hope WWE learns their lessons. You guys really screwed up. I mean, I know they could do better. But, at, but now outside of WWE they can actually succeed a whole lot more because I know that WWE's always been like their dream job, but now you can work for something else and something more outside of it. 
So I think that's pretty much it I got for all of you. And hope you guys enjoy this episode. As you know, I'll be doing more stuff on the YouTube channel. I got many reviews to do. Uh, I'm actually re going to review AEW Dark Elevation. I heard there's going to be Rob Ruby Soho versus Emi Sakura. That's going to be an interesting match. And I feel sorry that if Lulu gets involved, she might get her ass kicked. <laughs> But there's other things I'm going to review. Some Tokyoshi Pro events from pa past events from Tokyoshi Pro, uh, Stardom, and of course uh, 2OH, which stands for Hustle, uh, hu Hardcore Hustle Organization. And I'm going to be reviewing all of that. But for now, I'll see you guys in the next DWZ time. Same DWZ channel. I must bid all of you adieu. So goodbye. Mwah! And have a nice day. Bang! <laughs>